Welcome to Absolute Cast. This is episode 11 uh, of the Absolute Cast, but part 4 of our coverage breakdown analysis of everything that was announced at WWDC this year. So, welcome to the podcast. If you guys haven't uh, caught up to the previous episodes, I highly recommend that you check those out. There'll be links in the show notes uh, or the description or wherever you're listening to this or watching this. You should have access to it or if you can't find it, you can always head over to the absolutegeeks.com. and find the episodes over there. So of course I'm your host TJ um and of course with us is Udit. Hey guys, how are you doing? Did you like our early episodes? Tell us. And of course with us we have Nakul as well who edits these episodes. Hello everyone. Good morning guys. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Great. Good. How are you? It's early, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> early in the morning. Nakul I think is like doid like <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> he what? He wakes up, comes to the laptop. Oh, there's a video chat going on. You <laughs> guys on my laptop? I thought I shut it down yet last night. <laughs> We were watching you sleep. It was entertaining. No, it wasn't. You're boring sleeper. Do something fun. <laughs> cool. So obviously, in the last episode, this uh, part one, we talked about iOS four. Uh, part two, we talked about iOS 14. Part three, we talked about iOS 14. No, no, no I'm kidding. Part <laughs> part two, we transitioned into iPad OS, um, the AirPods, and the AirPods Pro. In the last episode, which is part three, we talked about WatchOS 7. And this episode, we're going to start it off with uh, macOS, which is now called Big Sur. And I guess the first thing I want to point out from my side. is the version number of the new os right right so nakul you're running the beta version of big right. sur I, i i'm not running it anywhere um so tell us what's the what's the exact version number it's uh, 11 11.0 right so that's yes, to me that's huge like it's the biggest <clears throat> it's the biggest os change in a long long time i don't know what what you guys feel about that i mean Udit has been has used yes. OS 10. That yeah, that exactly what I was going to say. Since my Mac days, right. which obviously are long past, um, I remember having used OS X. So when was the last time? When was the time you stopped using Mac? Should be I think 2017, 16. So 16, three to four years easily, right? Yeah, and that's a long time. Yes, and since then, I mean, since not only since then. So I looked it up, and OS X came out in two thousand and one, I believe, which is nineteen wow. years ago. That's a lot. So for me, that's why that's why this, the just the idea of Big Sur in general, the fact that it's now no longer OS X. I mean, yeah, they yeah. changed it to Mac Mac OS a few years ago, but it's no longer OS X. It's It's now just Mac OS. No longer that X is not there anywhere. It's it's eleven, eleven point oh. It's a huge change. I not it it raises one question for me. Does this mean that they are going to stick to eleven for another five, ten years, or twenty years, or nineteen years, whatever? Nineteen years. Or are they going to start doing it every year? Becomes like how they do with iOS. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen? Is that how they're planning on going? Which kind of is so weird when you think about it because OS ten had. So many versions ran for so long, and now the new OS is barely last a year. So <laughs> I guess it remains to be seen. What do you guys think? Do you think they'll they'll change it to 
OS uh, or version 12 next year? Or do you think they'll stick think with 11? I don't think so. I, I don't think they should. I don't think they'll change uh, the version name. They'll do the same thing. Like They'll come up with... 11.1, 11.2. Yeah. Uh, right. and, and they'll emphasize more on the name of the OS rather than the version. Okay, so let's talk about that <laughs> name then. <laughs> Was I genuinely a- think they come up with better names next year onwards. Yeah. Do you think it was a big surprise that they came up with this name? <laughs> the name itself, I think for me, was the only big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't know why they've been naming. I mean, honestly, like if you think about it back when, what was the first one they came out with? Um, with the names of the various... Uh, Wild cats, big cats. No, no, not the cats. After the generation of cats, mountains. They went with was it was it Yosemite? It's not mountains. Yosemite. It's parks and and you know oh, landmarks yes. and things like that, like yeah. natural landmarks. Was it Yosemite that was the first Yosemite. one that came out? I I think so. So I haven't been using, but I think that was the one. So even with even with OS, no, was it Mavericks? No, Mavericks came after Yosemite, right? I think yeah. Hmm. I think yeah. So Yosemite was ten point ten point five. And uh, Mavericks was 10.9.5. So Mavericks came out before. Okay. Yeah, so Mavericks. So Mavericks, I think, is still an okay name. Yeah, it does sound quite cool. Yeah. I think Mavericks is okay. It kind of sounds... I, I don't know. Mavericks, they named it after the waves, if I'm not mistaken, from a certain particular beachfront, which has really intense waves there's even a movie i think called mavericks or something like that or the maverick or something something along those lines i can't remember the exact name but that so that that one's fine but yosemite it's yeah. i think a national park or a mountain or yeah. something like that yes i yeah. don't relate to it at all you know I at don't least to that all, but okay that's a whole yeah. <laughs> but at least <laughs> if you look at a lion or a mountain lion or a leopard or a cheetah or a giraffe at least you know those animals i don't know what yosemite is i've never heard of it i've never been there and true, true. funny thing was, I mean, like obviously in Dubai, there are so many Arabs here, right? So a lot right. of my Arab friends had the most unique way of calling that operating system. And what was that? So Yosemite. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I found. Which I, I might found, not. Yosemite not. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I mean, I found it in, interesting because you would not, you would not mispronounce a lion. I mean, you'd yeah. still get lion. When, when, when my friend told me, he's like, oh, what, are you running your smite? And I was like, what the hell are you even talking about? <laughs> if he said Leon, at least he's <laughs> talking about lion. You get my point? Like, it's, it's still obvious to some extent. I don't know. It's, I've not liked their name since then. Uh, El Capitan. It's, I mean, most, most of the people I know call it Captain. El right. Captain. Right. Uh, what was the other one that we had after that? Sierra. Sierra. Sierra is fine. High Sierra is another. Yeah, I don't know why. Why? Why think, do that? I think that's why. Maybe maybe Apple also doesn't want us because I'm personally indifferent about the naming. That's I think Apple also doesn't like take it that seriously. But that's why they make a little joke regarding marketing team and everything when when the when it comes to naming these things, uh, the OS. Okay. okay. So I think it's fine. I'm like, so basically, just get over it and move <laughs> on, right? Is is yeah. what your is what your opinion is. I think Apple would have named it anything, like uh, che- big big cheetah, yeah, right. big big orchid, yeah, anything. Yeah. <laughs> like people would have would have had problem. Like there will be some people. 
But then why give it a name at all? Why not just numbers like iOS or Windows 10 or whatever? Yeah, exactly. From Windows 8 to Windows 10 to whatever. Mm. Just Because it was I mean, what was it before um OS X? Actually, I don't know what it was. I don't know either. I was not, I didn't even know of Apple at that time, I think. when it came out before OS they used to they used android mind blown they used android before it was invented <laughs> oh my god interesting fair enough okay I, you know what nakul i'm going to i'm going to adopt that opinion from now on just just don't give a hoot about what the actual name is it doesn't really matter and it's inconsequential to my daily life I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, but <laughs> right? like, if, what, what if what if they started naming their iOS? Oh my God! I just hope they don't. I'm like Android does it. So, from like, not from now. I, huh? Recent, no, but yeah. So, so even even yeah. that, that logic applies to Mac OSs as well. That they've not they've been doing it forever. So I think they are like feel pressure. That's why they just want to get over with it. So that's make kind like make it fun. But then for Android, at least the names are literally sweet. I mean, it's desert names. <laughs> sweet so, names, yeah, sweet names, and they have been following a pattern, like alphabetical yeah, yes. naming. So I don't see any pattern or any you know common thing in the Mac OS names. Do you think Android started doing this because of the Mac OS uh, operating system names? I never really gave that a thought. What was A? What was Android's A? No A. So uh, I think it was just beta first, but then it started with cupcake. Cupcake. Donut. So it started with C. Yeah. yeah, C. Right. Yeah, that's I I I don't remember there being an A and a B, which is yes. fine. I mean, it makes sense if you wanna if you wanna just do something and give it a nice quirky name, which is a bit more relatable. I think that's right. great. Uh, okay. And then they of course had partnerships with KitKat and Oreo for K and O. Right. Do you think they got money for that? They should have, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like should. marketing. Of course. Yeah. Uh, they were supposed to name it Kilim 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 Pie. Kilim Pie. Yeah. Everyone thought it would be that, and suddenly we have Kit Kat. Mm, so yeah. Obviously, they would. That might have been a strategy to get into Japan. I don't know if you guys know the importance of Kit Kat in Japan. I know they have weird flavors in Japan. No, it's not yeah. that. It's a cultural importance. Kit Kat. Okay. Something to do with the language. Okay. Uh, I think it's kitakatu means like uh, best of luck or you will succeed or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. That's so that's why KitKat has such a major impact on their culture. Uh, it's like a tradition to have KitKat before your exams or before a meeting, ah, a big meeting wow. or an interview. Sweet like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Yeah. So it's like that. It's like that. I I I was watching a documentary or or like a short documentary. not too long ago maybe a month or something ago where where they were talking about why kit oh yeah it was james may i don't know if you if you uh you know james may no top gear yes so he's he was yes. one of the presenters of top gear obviously now that he's one of the presenters of the grand tour he's done a james he, he's done a show with amazon prime worth watching okay. by the way i think you guys would absolutely love it uh okay. it's called james may our man in japan oh wow okay i think like that it's a it's a short series i think maybe five or six episodes it's very it's not your traditional documentary because it's this guy and he's bizarre anyways so his personality is shining through and through this documentary and it's an absolute delight to watch very chilled out very relaxed but wow. some very interesting insights one i think was kitkat then there's this whole uh it's like a sexual um 
festival where it's the festival of the peanuts, which is bizarre because it's you think of you when you think of Japan, you don't think of them having a festival like this. Uh, But this, this, is one, this is one of the things they have like this huge festival where they have um, float like you know how they have floats in the American I don't know carnivals or whatever you want to yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like that, they have giant floats of a penis. Okay. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, but it's 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 very interesting to see or you know uh, take a glimpse into a different culture and how they go about you know doing their things and their quirky things. For me, it was it was all about trying to convince my wife to go to Japan because that's one of the places she doesn't really care to go. <laughs> I was like, maybe this will convince her. And the entire—I mean, the entire series was great. The entire series, yeah. I think she okay. kind of like through some of the things, like the they have this communal uh, eating. I don't know. I don't know. Experience, sort of. Mm-hmm. It's like this. Okay. Watch the documentary. I highly recommend it. I'll put a I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Um, Please do. Yeah. Great. So in Sorry. the I don't know how we got to that. We have Japan, and, uh, <laughs> obviously. What it just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them calling a OS version like Mount Fuji or something, or Fujiyama or something like that. It would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those at least I know about about those names. Mm. Unlike Big Sur. Yeah. I don't know what I, Big Sur is. Yeah. I've never even heard of it. Maybe you can Big just. Maps. I don't know. I can use Apple Maps to find it probably. Oh, can you? <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. What is it? It's an area. It's a. It's a park. What is it? It's a. It's a rugged stretch of Californian Central Coast. Wasn't the like when they showed the name? Wasn't the background like some mountains kind of? Yeah. Thing? So it. So it looks like a. So if you look at it from the water, I think mm-hmm. that's the view you get. I think so. Okay. Okay. I think it's yeah, between. It's a, it's a state park. It's a state uh, park. Yeah, it's it's between Carmel and San Simon, or Simeon, or whatever. Obviously, you guys have heard of these places. <laughs> Bordered to the east by Saint Lucia Mountains, and the west by the Pacific Oceans. Oh, okay. I don't care. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'll 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 maybe link to the Google Maps of this in the show notes. Don't do that, man. Link no. it to Apple Maps. How do you? Can you? <laughs> yeah. I've never tried because you know what? It doesn't work here. Just saying. Mm, In right. case you haven't heard of that before. <laughs> But still, like Apple Maps will show you. I, like for fun, I would go to like Paris or New York, and they take the city tour. Yeah. Apple Maps. That does look kind of cool. I, yeah. I'll give you that. But I mean, if it doesn't work for my day to day, why why bother? Exactly. <clears throat> And I can't. Look, I can't. Uh, Apple Maps doesn't allow me to link to an area. It only allows me to link to a pin. So I have no idea how I would do that. Maybe a particular tree in the Big Sur area. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. Anyways, I forget about that. It's. Anyways, I'm. I'm gonna start taking uh, Knuckles' stance. I'm copy pasting his stance as mine now. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Or never cared. Wait, what? I never cared. <laughs> So yeah, that marks a big change, obviously for uh, Mac OS. No longer OS 10, OS 11 now, or whatever. I I would predict that they change the names every year, uh, the the version number every year. Okay. Let's so let's see. let's see in a year's time when they come out with a new one, what who was right? If you yeah. guys are right or if I'm right, or maybe not even next year. It might be the year after because maybe next year is like a smaller update. Yeah, yeah right. The right, year right. after they will do 12. If they do that, also, I mean, it's indifferent now. I guess it's good. 
I think it's good. It's been weird that they've been stuck to ten version ten for so long. Right. Uh, but yeah. So if we don't look at Apple Silicon, right, the Apple mm-hmm. uh, processor side mm-hmm. of things, do you think macOS has had a big enough update to be OS eleven? I think design wise, yes. yes. Like we even spoke, they're they're carrying some hints from the iOS side, whether it's iPad OS or uh, whatever. So design wise, yes, I think so. And I think they did show a lot of major design design updates. Some which people liked, some which didn't. They did not. But, yeah, that's why yeah. they went to this this route of. I think they'll they'll keep uh, uh, OS Mac OS eleven. Till the time, at least the transition is completed. I don't know. I'm just guessing here. Which is two years. Which is two years. Yeah. Could be. But yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I think it's. I don't know if it's a, it's a rightful uh, eleven uh, version eleven. But yeah, according to them, they made a visual overhaul completely from ground up, and uh, that's why it's. I'm so for me, I'm I'm finding it only justified if I look at the processor. If I look at it from a design point of view, I never find. A design overhaul, a reason to update <coughs> OS version or to update like I don't. I mean, if it's a small update, yeah, sure. But if you consider it like a major release, I don't think that's good enough. It needs to have like really compelling features for it, or some real improvements or performance gains or whatever. If you want to give it such a huge, and this is like we're talking about nineteen years, it's a right. momentous change. Like you know, it's like something that you have to think of. And like, really understand. Nineteen years is a long time. That's Very almost long. a third of my, two thirds of my life. You know, so for me, that's like it's it's a long time. Uh, that's why I feel like if I look at just design and some of the features like control panel and all, I don't think it's big enough. But if okay. we start talking about things like uh, having running iOS and iPad apps on the Mac and running on ARM architecture and all of those things. Then now we're getting closer to for it to be an right. OS eleven version. I mean that's just my opinion. Uh, well, I think for a lot of people, it the design itself might be a big thing. Like it looks totally different. It may have many new features or it may not, but maybe visually it's so different that they thought it was justified to call it eleven instead of ten. Right. Okay, that's an interesting mm-hmm. take. That's an interesting take. Nakul, you've been running it now for how long has it been? It's, uh, 22nd to 30. Yeah, a week. A week? Seven days, yeah. right? Exactly seven, seven days. Actually. Exactly seven days. So have you, besides the UI side, uh, the and not the new like control panel features, from a usability point of view, have you found anything new? Uh, no. Some new features, like I don't know, spotlight is somehow completely different. No, no, even 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 visually as as well. It's at the end of the day, it's still it's uh, Mac OS and it's right. like that. So anybody uh, coming from uh, older version, they would just feel like home. I mean, yeah. there and and when it comes to other functionalities, I, I I couldn't find anything till now. Fair enough. Everything runs the same. I, I'm just I'm more focused on. Actually, visually on new features, I'm I'm still okay if they don't include new features as as long as the existing apps run even quicker. So right. performance improvement. Per- performance improvement will be a big uh, plus. No, but so so to you, a performance improvement and visual improvements are enough for it to, or even visual improvements are not important. The performance yeah. improvements are enough to change it after 19 years to a whole new version. Uh, but but with a combination of visual and like I'm thinking of what 
Apple would have thought that uh, changing visually and also the performance. I mean, maybe it's uh, worthy of uh, new version because it's not like after ten, it's the same version. They keep upgrading it every so incremental right. upgrades. Maybe sometimes in some uh, versions it was very few incremental upgrades, yeah. but uh, and in this one, I don't think. uh they are those like the upgrades are such big that uh, a new version name is there is required but uh, i'm like i don't know it's... right fair enough okay okay um i mean i was looking at it from if you see the difference between let's say xp versus vista or no let's do mm-hmm. vista versus windows 7 right you know was, that yeah, was seven. a major difference true major. true that was a lot it was like night and day so windows 7 to 8 to 10 has still been relatively similar true true except mm. for the new home and the and the and all the right. titles and all that stuff which i think is a phenomenal design language but just windows vista to windows 7 yes was huge It and to me that well. makes fine that makes sense that vista and now became a number right and exactly then what i was going to say right yeah So, but we, I mean, Vista was utter garbage. So. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Most too. people like XP more. Oh man, I loved XP. Oh. XP would run faster. It was lighter. It was true, true, and true. we knew it. Vista yeah. only added animated background. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, I did. I remember trying to fiddle. I used to have a waterfall <laughs> as my background and stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh man, but that that was. I was, and I and I want to say it once in this podcast. I was a tatty version of operating. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, fair enough. So let's let's move on to the design then. Mm-hmm. Um, Nakul, I think you should be spearheading this entire conversation. For me, the start would be icons. Yes. The icons are uh, pretty great, <laughs> except for few. Yeah. Uh, so you do overall, you like them. Ah uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. I was trying to be sarcastic, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like like I how I like the battery battery icon. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the battery icon is amazing. I mean, if you are giving milk to your laptop, then it's <laughs> green mutated milk. Oh my god! But but I think in short, the uh, visual overhaul you can compare it with how iOS six. And iOS seven went like iOS seven. I was really excited when iOS seven came out with those all translucent layering uh, uh, OS. And then it's it's the same here, mm-hmm. and everything seems uh, familiar. There are a lot more options when it comes to control panel, and you can keep a lot of stuff on the menu bar uh, on the top. And actually, actually, that's it. Surprisingly, that's it. I'm mean, like just visually. I've what I've noticed is just the menu bar, and when I open things, because the uh, the the visual overhaul is not there on the apps yet. I'm like there on Notes app, and I haven't opened the Notes app even once on this. But not on Final Cut Pro or Lightroom. I'm mean, like, of course, not on Lightroom, but <laughs> at least not on Final Cut Pro. Right. But I think because Final Cut Pro hasn't updated as an as a version, yeah. It's so I guess we have to wait till that happens, and maybe Apple maybe, will yeah. translate the design language or transfer the design language onto Final this. Final Cut well. Pro is at uh, what ten, right? Yeah. Point four, point three, or point six, or something like that. Point eight. Yeah. 
Okay. It's not 10. It's, is it 10? Oh, yeah. Final Cut Pro 10, 10. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Next. yeah. yeah. That'll become 11 now. Mm, I'll be really excited <laughs> about that. Yeah. 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 Let's see what they bring. I think it'll be cool to see what Final Cut Pro brings. Um, mm. But okay. So you don't think that like, okay, if you look at the stock apps with the OS that you don't pay for, because Final Cut Pro is paid, Adobe is not even Mac. So let's talk about the stuff that would come free, like GarageBand or Photos or, you know, things like that, Keynote yeah, and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Have you tried uh, Pages or Numbers or Keynotes? No. No? Okay. So how about you open those up while we, while we have this conversation, if you have them on your Mac, and uh-huh. we can uh, probably see and uh, try to try to tell if there's any difference. Maps is supposed to have a relatively decent upgrade, but I don't care, so we can skip that. Let's talk. <laughs> well, uh, Apple also sh- uh, said something about the Word and PowerPoint, how they work something in their presentation, right? But that was to do with ARM, the processor, oh, okay, okay, okay. rather than Bixner uh, itself. Okay, 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 okay. So we can hold that off until we talk about Apple Silicon. Okay. Uh, but okay, so if we, uh, how, how do you feel about the rounded corners of the UI? Nako? Before, before as well, they were rounded. Mm. Yeah, but no, now it's like really pronounced. Yeah, so now I've opened uh, numbers and pages. Mm-hmm. And the only difference is uh, then when you open like uh, pages, there is, a, there is a slight change in the U, uh, UI. But when you create a new page, it's exactly the same right. as before. Okay, so maybe, maybe it'll change later on through the beta. Maybe. So rounded corners, uh, you don't care. It doesn't make any difference to you. No. Okay. So one of the pictures we were talking about it, uh, just before we started recording this episode, we were talking about uh, someone tweeting uh, the screenshots of macOS on an iPad sort of to match the curves of an iPad. I think that was really interesting because the iPad design language is slightly different. So on a, on a Mac, we have exactly square edges for our screen where the screen ends and stuff. On right. an iPad and an iPhone, for that matter, slightly curved. So to me, that means that possibly the next versions of the hardware that comes out will have that sort of curved design language on the edges, which I think is, sure, why not? I, I, I don't see that being as a bad thing. It doesn't take away much. It's, very, it's a very small amount to take away. And most of those corners are really not usable. So for me, that's fine. Um, happy to see that come about. And, Obviously, there, there weren't any real like device launches, even though I won't say there was no hardware launch, but we'll talk about it in the next episode. Um, but I think the iPad-designed um, iMac, which has been rumored for a while, that could right. be, this hints more towards that for me. Could be. Maybe, like you said, they want to get uh, different hardware with some roundish you know, designs. What do you think? Does that sound like design-wise? Well, it sounds okay, I think. I mean, I don't see why they want to do it, everything iPad or iOS way. But okay, maybe they want to have some kind of similarity between the iOS and macOS. In terms of what? Like uh, design language, physical design language and software design language? Uh, The visual appeal, basically. Right. Because I think over the last few years, they've been trying to merge the two UIs between mobile and desktop, right? All right. I don't know if you guys, I, I think that's pretty evident now, right? Especially mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
No, but I just noticed one thing that uh, uh, in the control, the control center on the Mac OS now, so the curves there are a little broader than the, like, like if I click on battery, uh, mm -hmm. battery sign on the menu. So the curves are narrower and broader, like it's not uniform yet. So I've taken screenshots, a couple of screenshots, maybe we can, like, I'll share them with you. Right, you'll okay. The, okay. Like, you'll see the difference. We'll put that on our website um, to just sort of have them in the, on the website pages. Yeah. I don't know if they will translate over onto the show notes, but we can definitely put that onto our website, um, on our website show notes. Um, but yeah, let's, let's have a look at that. I think it'll be interesting to compare. Yeah. But for, just for discussions, I've shared it on Slack. So if you want to check it out. To me, they look almost the same. No, no. Oh, I see it. Yeah, you're right. So the control panel definitely like the curve starts earlier, ends a little later, yeah. as opposed to on the battery icon. And also, it's the uh, the control panel is much more translucent. Right. Than the battery. Do you think that's got to do with the background itself, or no? No, because it's like it's just side by side, and if you mm. see the battery icon, the control panel is there only. Right. Maybe because the control panel has two, like there is one which is a darker part and the rest of it is more translucent as opposed to battery, which has just one uniform. Yeah, but that, is, that is because of the background. Because... Uh, no, so to differentiate between the two, maybe that's why it's more uh, translucent in the control center as opposed to battery. That's perhaps what I think. Mm -hmm. Could be. Let's see closer to when they are ready to launch. Maybe they've yeah. ironed out some of these inconsistencies or what seem like inconsistencies. Maybe they aren't. Maybe it's just to our eye. Because yeah, what Udit's saying is right, mm -hmm. that the control panel has another layer. So right. you have the basic folder, you could say, a basic window. And on top of that, you have sub elements that hold more control within. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the control panel. I, I, I'm personally a fan of this. I like it. I like the idea of it. Yes, even even I'm happy with it, but uh, mostly I use it my the touch bar to access these this stuff, but not AirDrop. I'm happy that AirDrop is there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, every time I have to go and find her and then look for. How about even Do Not Disturb being there, and True. and you've got keyboard brightness, which has never been there as a control on on <coughs> yeah. the on the Mac. Basically, it was always a hardware, or I guess in your case, touch bar. Um, mm. But what's interesting here is. Do not disturb on the older version, like the current version of Mac. You could easily enable and disable it by holding, I think it was Alt, right? So if you hold Alt down and you press the little, the, I don't know what that icon is, the notification icon, it, it, you can toggle it on and off. So Which if notification? you, oh, okay. the, the, the button that you would click for the today notifications widgets and all to come out, right? Which mm -hmm. basically turns on do not disturb. It's a very quick way to do it. Not many people know about it. But if you hold Alt and you click the icon to show the notifications, it'll get disabled, right? So that's one thing for me, which made which which is good. But the, I don't know how that works here. So it would be interesting to see. I don't know if you hold if you hold con Alt down and click Control Center, what happens? Nothing. Nothing happens. It and if you Control Center, yeah. And if you open, oh, click Alt and click on the um, uh, date and time. Okay, nothing happens. No, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Okay, so that to me is bad because I use that quite a lot. As a, as a user, like for me, turning on and off notifications is very important because I'm in meetings in and out during the day 
and it can get very irritating especially i have multiple devices i have my phone i have my watch everything sort of starts firing uh, so i tend to disable some notifications and then it's very quick to just enable them again without even having to look because if you have it if you have do not disturb on the icon gets grayed out and it's very obvious when it's enabled and not enabled so okay. just a point for me personally i think that's something that i i miss i wish it was maybe they'll add it somehow i don't know so they've made do not disturb accessible but only for those people who don't know about the alt click method <laughs> so <laughs> right now that you mention i i find myself hardly ever having used the action center in mm-hmm. windows which is quite a similar thing as control center uh, but i've hardly used that i mean i don't even get as many notifications on my laptop as a really phone. yeah i mean i get notifications all the time all my slack notifications show up here i get notifications about facebook and twitter and stuff like that on my mac i okay. get notifications calendar <laughs> notification news notifications right. um notifications from push notifications on websites like absolute geek push notifications come up yeah. uh, so every time someone because i think that your your mac is your primary work laptop now yes laptop yeah like machine yeah okay it's my primary because machine do, work or personal yeah. yeah so i use my mac only for photo editing or <coughs> personal some stuff and final cut pro for mm. same here actually laptop yeah. isn't yeah. my primary machine so what's your primary machine then your phone, phone. yeah even for you nakul your phone is your primary machine uh for personal use yes for work it's work laptop that's the thing right yeah for work laptop yes the notifications are important for me and your work laptop is windows yes okay yes. but you but do you have a lot of notifications showing up on your work laptop yes so we use slack as well and the notion and uh, for emails right and for whatsapp messages yeah i mean i'm not i've not personally used windows as my daily driver for a long time so okay. it when i was using it it didn't have action center as such right. I, i don't think it had it at all it didn't have notifications yeah i think it's in from windows 10 i've had windows 10 i mean i have a, a desktop pc which is now being used as a table stand because i don't use oh. it uh but yeah i think if <laughs> i need to i need to turn it on i need to give it a nice update right um, turn it on yeah <laughs> it'll <laughs> like that <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure to you. I've been collecting cobwebs. Oh, that's not going into that. <laughs> uh but yeah, interesting. Um I think so technically control center is a copy from iOS, but the idea of putting it into macOS kind of can be attributed to copying from Windows. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Which is weird because Mac started with the notifications and widgets on the computer before Windows did. Right. and then they got mm-hmm. rid of dashboard dashboard used to be there which had all your widgets and stuff i used to use it a lot actually but then they removed it and i used to force my mac to have dashboard like you can you can force your mac to have it and then okay. slowly i just stopped using them and i don't even use today anymore like i i just use notification my, for me okay. today is kind of useless the widgets aren't there aren't that many extensions and things you can add to it i think i would like to see that change i would like to see more extensions come to the today view the widgets and stuff right it'd be interesting i don't know knuckle how do you feel about the widgets and the ex- and the notifications uh, window that pops up now yeah that's that realized that uh, next year when it gets uh, some incremental up- updates i think macbook can be touch ready yeah it looks like look it's at the there. control center if, yeah if, if you look at control center like you feel like touching it right 
Yeah, that's actually a very good point. Are we moving more towards a touch ecosystem for a Mac? Either that could be two things. Okay, now this this makes me think of two things. Either we have touch on MacBooks and iMacs, which would be bizarre mm-hmm. uh, because it's such a far away device, right? It's a huge screen. You don't necessarily come up mm-hmm. close and personal with it. Or macOS could be going to the iPad. No. Or a version of the iPad, right? Like iPad Pro Max Plus Plus, which has uh, <laughs> macOS on it. You get mm. my point? Like it could be that there is a in the middle device, which sort of functions like a tablet, but has right. Mac capabilities. So it's higher than the Pro, uh-huh. but not a Mac. I don't know. A Mac Pad. A Mac Pad. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> A MacPad. Oh my god. But they can implement it like how Windows did. Like Windows works on touch devices and also on non-touch. And then yeah, there but, is mode that you can click on that a tablet mode. Right. Yeah, but Windows Unless, on a tablet is not that great of an experience. Yeah, maybe it's Apple, great, maybe but Apple but wants yeah. to change that. Yeah. Yeah. Not for Windows, that's for Apple. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new R and D team for Windows. <laughs> We have we have designed we have six windows for you here. <laughs> like no, I doubt that. So I noticed something. I've been testing this uh, this laptop, uh, which is a secret right now, and they have a non-touch screen and a touch screen at the bottom. So on the touch screen, if I press and hold, it's a it's a dual screen laptop. Okay, okay, okay. So on the bottom, okay. if I press and hold on the touch screen, the menu that shows up, you know, the secondary right-click menu, uh-huh. that's bigger. Okay. So normally it'll be about oh, this. Okay. This okay. Big, okay. Like okay. Really okay. Small, like maybe a, less than a centimeter. But when okay. you when you open it by t- touching, uh, pressing, and holding for a while, right, the menu opens up, which is about uh, uh, like I want I want to say two centimeters, two and a half centimeters. So bigger space for you to touch, right? Bigger touch area. So that's something interesting because that's I think one of the biggest problems with Windows on a touch device is that the UI is too small, too compact for a touch device. Yes. I agree, but yeah. a, a few of them do come with a stylus. Yeah. So you always have the option to use that. I mean. Yeah, but I mean, on if you don't have the need to do any stylus-related work, then it's weird that you're restricted to using only a stylus from a for a UI perspective or a sorry IO perspective, interaction perspective. Right. I don't know. True. Cool. Okay. So, uh, question for Knuckle. How does the dark yes. mode and light mode work on Big Sur? Uh, I, I want to say same as before, <laughs> because it was, it was already it was always not always there, but since last year, and uh, it works just fine. <laughs> works fine. So you're happy with it the way it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy with it, but to be honest, I haven't tried the light mode because i always keep it on dark mode okay so i think have a look at light mode and try to use yeah. it for a few hours or so and see what you think maybe we can discuss it in the next episode i do so. i do yeah i do like the dynamic wallpapers oh yeah so, but that was already there right yeah that was already there but they have for bixel now so right the wallpaper good. the new wallpaper you like that basically yes okay yeah. cool yeah, it's, oh. it's much uh, much wider wider scene 
of Big Sur. Right. Otherwise, As opposed just, to the previous just, Otherwise, you'll, yeah, you'll just see one mountain <laughs> or something. Like you've seen right. mountain, one park. One thing, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. How about the layout of the action stuff on like Finder at the top? You have like the back and forth has changed. The search has become just a button rather than the search bar. Things like that. Does that affect the way you use your Mac? Or you already got used to it in seven days? I already got used to it because as I said, it's like just like coming home and uh, yeah. the UI changes are there, but they haven't play, uh, changed the position of them. So it's well, pretty... The, the back and forth to... button on Finder has changed. The location of that. It used to be right next to the minimize... Now it's moved into the right side. So where they have the sidebar on the, on the finder, there used to be the back and forth button on that side. Now it's moved onto the right side where okay. the rest of the button. So that yeah. like those small changes, I know it's small. Yeah. I don't know if you uh, find it. No, now you've said it. I, yeah. Now you've said it. I'm noticing it and it's, I find it better because uh, uh, the, the buttons on the left side of the screen where the, um, sidebar sidebars uh, on the sidebar it was a tad bit i'm like i'm like it, it was hard to reach sometimes yeah right so what's interesting is i'm looking at it now can you send a screenshot of the finder uh on mac on on big sir yes. because i think i think the way they've done it is now the os is essentially the sidebar and the rest of finder so sidebar is its own thing and the rest of now before finder was in three parts you had the header the mm -hmm. sidebar and the rest of it, right? Mm -hmm. Or the contents, I guess, if you want to say it. So now it's sidebar and then the right side, which has a header and the content. So the layout of that has changed by, by what I remember uh, when we were comparing it. Uh, let me have a look. Yeah, you, you see what I mean? So I'll send you, I'll send you a screenshot of my finder. Uh, mm -hmm. Just give me a second to find a good one to send you. I think uh, we can do it with the icons here. So what I just noticed is that like when Nakul hardly noticed that the back and you know the forward buttons had changed, maybe most mm -hmm. people would not even notice it as much. So Until it would be someone so, points it out to them. Yeah, it would be such a seamless, you know, from the old uh, uh, OS yeah. X to eleven. Right. That most people won't even find something unusual. They might just get used to it. Like, okay, wow, this is what I like. And when they when it's pointed out, they're like, oh yeah, I this is much better. Then, yeah. you know, the so what, what they're using now is much better than what it used to be, basically. Yes. Right. Without having to find where it actually is. Right. So if you look at the two UIs side by side, uh, you can also check out the images. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we'll have it on the website. But if you look at it, the UI seems to be far more compact now, in my opinion. It's more, not compact, but it's more well-organized, I want to say. Yeah. So, for example, like I was saying, the sidebar is now the left thing. The whole thing is the sidebar, which is your list of folders and list of those kind of actions where you can have your tags and whatever. Um, then the right side is where everything else lives. So you have the back and forth with the location. Before the location, the folder location used to be on the header, like its own little bar at the top. But now they sort of brought all mm -hmm. of that down and made it into one bar. So I think now when I look at it, I actually quite like the new layout. It makes more sense. It's a good, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, increment or a good, yeah, increment, I guess. Right. Yeah. It, 
it does look good yeah just if All you right. compare it side by side and i would really recommend doing that i think it's a better way of understanding what the differences are rather than us talking about it or speculating i mean i'm sure there are people who are not going to be happy with it there's definitely going to be problems with mm-hmm. it but you can customize it a little bit more but this whole layout looks a lot more compact and a lot more sensible than what we currently have yeah i i think they could and also, go sorry go ahead sorry yeah, i just noticed one more thing that uh, under like in your uh, screenshot if you see the favorites the uh, mm-hmm. applications and you can see the icon the, it's green color but now you can change those colors so i've changed it to red ah uh, the accent of your laptop actually you know i think i think you can change that anyways but can you change in yours because i think the, yes. the screenshot that you have sent it's uh, gray because i've set my system accent color as gray oh okay so if i change my no actually my accent color is you know what no you're right it should be blue or something yeah, yeah my accent color is blue no you're right you're absolutely right that's a good catch mm. so in dark mode it's like this how do i even i don't even know how to change it to light mode ah no that's not it in display <laughs> system in preferences yes. and then general and then light mode in light mode yeah it's about the same it's about the same no you're right that's cool so that's something that you can add an extra level of customization to your mac yeah. mac os i guess in the screenshot that you have sent tj uh, yes. did you notice in all the four corners you can see a small white dot if you just zoom in like one pixel or two pixels so is your uh, ah, that's that's because it's uh, that window is not full screen i have sent the screenshot as full screen so that's why it's edge to edge oh yeah the curves uh okay the cur- yeah the curves can you actually yeah that's a smart catch also uh, nakul can you make it in set are uh, roughly the same size as what i've sent take a screenshot yeah. of that and send it across so we can compare that because the curved edges on a mac on the new bixer would i guess make a difference in the way that whiteness shows up i never actually saw that <laughs> i never noticed it before right and i've been using screenshots all the time i mean it's amazing actually you know i don't think it's supposed to be white i think it's transparent it's a no. png i'm like it depends on your jpg no it is a jpg yeah it depends on your wallpaper as well i don't think so my wallpaper is black or dark oh, oh that's okay. interesting so it takes the screenshot of the object and it it the default of uh, mac os is to save it as a png because right. if you get it the original way screenshots used to happen it would even keep the shadow of the window right so now it doesn't do that anymore i mean i've changed it so that it doesn't do that uh oh no nakul you don't know how to take a screenshot do <laughs> command do command shift 4 command shift 4 that's what right? i did and then it's not space, a full screen no no and then hit space bar oh okay command shift 4 and then space bar space. and then uh, hover it over the window the... and then click oh wow thanks great <laughs> <laughs> so that was a mini mac os shot tutorial <laughs> so this screenshot technique now... has existed since forever man since forever <laughs> to be honest till like last yesterday i didn't know uh, command shift 3 as well i always oh. used to do command shift 4 oh my gosh there's now command shift 5 as well oh yeah right. i can see the shadows so yeah so now when you see knuckles screenshot right the one that he sent you will see right. a shadow underneath 
Yes, and I you do. You see that I it's do. a transparent background. But if yes, he changes I the do. file format to a JPEG, which is what I do, because the file sizes tend to be smaller, uh, I've also removed the shadow because in the JPEG version with the shadow, you have a white background and it looks hideous. So I've removed the shadow from my screenshots. Right. In this, in this style of taking a screenshot, we do command shift four spacebar and then click, because that takes the screenshot of the of the window. window. So if you uh, knuckle, if you do command shift five, you will have the ability to uh, make some changes to your options. So you can choose the folder where you want to save it. Something I do. I have a special screenshot folder. Um, I think. Okay. It just gave me. Okay. There's actually not that much here. So I have done it through terminal. I've changed the uh, to disable the uh, shadow and to okay. change the file format to JPEG. I have done it on terminal. Um, and if I can find the commands for that, I'll put it again in the show notes if anybody's interested. Uh, but they definitely save space rather than taking up all that space for the shadow. Mm -hmm. Like, let's see, knuckle screenshot size. How big was this? How do we find out? I can tell you. Okay, so the previous screenshot was 911 KB. Okay, and the, the PNG new one? Which you sent. I don't know, I cannot see it here, it doesn't show. I mean, the earlier the one, one is just... Shadow, it's 1.2 MB. Right, so yours was 1.2 MB. My, hmm. my screenshot, which I had sent, was 286 KB. Okay, wow. The one, the one that I've sent uh, of, the, of my desktop with the wallpaper, yeah. Yeah. that's 21.4 MB. MB? Yes. Yeah, so that's the that's a disadvantage of using PNG. Um, mm. The problem being that PNG doesn't support multi like if you have multiple colors, then the file size changes drastically. So now, if if you were to convert the if you were to use it as JPEG rather than PNG, you'll automatically save space. And then if you disable the shadow, you won't have this extra space around your image. It'll just be the window, which I highly recommend you do. So once I find it, I'll send it across, uh, or I'll put it in the show notes. How how, how, how do I change the uh, from uh, the file from PNG to it has MJ. to be done through terminal by the looks of it. Okay, yeah. so I'll send you the command. Why isn't there a straightforward way to just save it as a JPEG? So this is this is where I guess Mac has uh, some limitations. So they give you the ability to customize your Mac in many many ways. Okay, but it's not a very easy or a common thing because how many people think of doing this? I mean, clearly, right. nothing has never thought about it. Right. No, I can do it here, uh, TJ. If I open it in preview and yeah. go in file, export. Yeah, so you have to convert it. My point is a screenshot isn't, is taken in PNG. Okay, by default. By okay. default, yeah. So that's, that's mm -hmm. what I mean. Like, this way, it'll be, it'll be taken by default in, um, PNG. in, in JPEG uh, for me. But for you, okay, default in terminal, PNG. Yeah. And, and before, uh, mm. if you wanted to put it in, like, so my screenshots go in a special screenshots folder. They don't go on my desktop. And I've been doing that for years. And that used to be a terminal command. But now, because they've added the command shift five option, where you get the a selection of options, so it's, it tells you where to save it, you have the option of changing that and customizing that. Uh, so that's something that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Before, it wasn't, it, it wasn't there. Even screen recording wasn't as easy before. You used to use QuickTime to do screen QuickTime. recording. In my Mac days, yes, I exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I think I don't know how many versions ago they added it, and I'm I've just got muscle memory to open QuickTime and do the recording. But right. uh, yeah, they've changed that. They they made it better. I think I think they in that drop down menu. I don't know why they don't change the file format 
like you can easily change that i don't see why why they can't put it there right um right. but yeah that's anyway that's how it is mm-hmm. you're talking about control uh, shift 5 right command shift 5 Ah, sorry, command shift five. Okay. Come, yeah. are you on Windows, Nakul? Oh my God, control. <laughs> We do have. No, there is a control on. There is a control on. Yeah. On Mac. Oh, that small. Yeah, button with you. <laughs> so yeah, so that. So there is no alt. There is no alt. There is an option button. Yeah, they call it the option button, which is also alt actually. Yeah, it's equivalent of alt on Windows. No, on my on mine on mine it says alt. Oh okay. Oh okay. On alt. Okay, so on. on my on my keyboard here mm-hmm. it says alt oh. right this icon yes right uh on my macbook it also says the same thing but okay. on this keyboard so this is got this is also Ar- got arabic this okay. one says alt and option option okay 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 mm-hmm. something in- interesting because i mean for me if you see the icon in the in like shortcuts and and where you would I don't know. Reference yeah, yeah. This button. Right. They have this weird icon thing. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Something bizarre. Okay. I don't a... remember seeing the word option on my Mac keyboard when I had it, way back. Yeah. I mean, if you don't weird. know it, you don't know it. Yes. Yeah. But these keyboards are very different. I've just realized they're both Arabic keyboards, but they have so much, so many differences. Is this right? Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no clue. Interesting. Anyways, I don't know why they would have such a big difference between keyboards. Uh but yeah, that's what that is. Cool. I think okay. that covers about everything I personally wanted to discuss or I had listed out for Big Sur. If anybody has any other points that they want to discuss about Big Sur? Well, I think the main Oh, right. Role. Sorry. Yeah, how we only talked forget? about design. Sorry, we only talked about design. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Okay, so let me do a quick 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 round up. Uh messages now works very much like the messages on on iOS and iPad, which I think is good. It's not had that uh, they've not been able to duplicate everything on iMessage or iOS onto the Mac. So I think mm-hmm. that was a big miss. So now it's good to have that. I believe Maps is also the same pretty useless here. Yeah. Uh right. we have some other things that have added and of course now with the change um in hardware uh, mm-hmm. or maybe not even the change in hardware i think it should even work on intel max uh we should be able to run ipad and ios applications on the mac directly which would be really cool so those are some major changes but i think the most biggest change which udit has been waiting for <laughs> is chrome big sir chrome <laughs> Safari, whatever. <laughs> okay, so they unloaded all. You've been holding back for the last four episodes, so might as well unload it. Last three episodes, sorry. Well, it it's now got custom backgrounds. Okay. On the home, on the home view. Yeah. On the home view, that's I, when you open a new tab, right? Uh, I guess yeah. Okay. Do we have that on Chrome cuz I really don't care? Yes, we do. It's been a long time in fact. I I haven't even changed my background yeah. since a few years because like the first time when it came I was like wow, this is something new. Maybe it's 5 6 years. I don't know how long. Oh yeah, there is a customer. I've honestly never bothered. Right. I just don't care. It's I have no background on. Okay. Because you didn't have the option to customize. No, I use Chrome. <laughs> I don't use Safari on my Mac. But uh, oh, do we have that option okay. now on Big Sur. 
know. You should have that option. I mean, honestly, this sure. is a feature that I don't really care about. Okay. I like that they have up- updated <clears throat> the home UI in terms of the features and stuff. Right. Let me see. So Safari for the old Mac just had this was as good to me as as Chrome. I don't like it doesn't make any difference to me. I like I, it just has now the list of my main favorites as giant okay, icons okay. as opposed to now where I think it has a search bar very Chrome-esque okay. with a search bar and smaller buttons and I guess a changeable background which right. apparently was a very very it's a well-loved feature. <laughs> to me it's irrelevant. And now you can see uh, all tabs if there are too many tabs at once as opposed to having to click that little arrow and go to the rest of the tabs. You could I click think, the arrow or I think you could scroll with your trackbar. Yeah, I mean, it, whatever. You, you couldn't see them all at once. Yeah, now they compress Absolutely. into the icon. Yes. Yeah, which is, which is, yeah, absolutely. Why haven't they done this before? Uh, of course. It's really annoying. And now you have the, the favicons as default. Mm-hmm. As opposed to... Uh, needing an extension before. Uh, I think there was a setting, right? Or needing an extension. I don't actually know. I've never... I don't really use it here. I think there is a setting in... Show website no, icons okay. and tabs. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, there is a setting, right? Yeah. Yes. That's so, nice. In have. fact, favicons is so much important, I think, for me. Because when, I'm, when I have too many tabs open... <laughs> and basic, I think. Basic. Sorry? Yeah, and basic. The favicon is how I see which is the website. I don't read what is written there. Yeah, I agree. So that's... I agree. In fact, a lot um, of my bookmarks... Of my mm-hmm. on my bookmark bar, they don't even have the name. They're just icons. Just icons. Yeah. So I remove the name, which right. is really annoying on something like Safari. So let me let me show you on my phone because it shows up on my phone more than anywhere else. Okay. If I am opening a new tab on my phone, mm-hmm. uh, mm. let me try to turn the brightness down a bit, and yeah, you'll see yeah. that it says no title, no title, no title, no title. Right, right. Because right. I don't have a title. Oh, I want okay, yeah. Because I want it to be so it it looks really ugly when I open it like this, but right. either way I don't I don't read it. So for me, except when a, a particular page doesn't have an icon, mm-hmm. which because that website is gone, I right, think, right, uh, okay, and only in that scenario would I not have an icon. So you click on it, it updates the icon, and then you're good to go. But yeah, right. I I agree with you with it on this. It's so basic. 100%. Yes, it is very basic. And so, okay, so that brings me, uh, Mac always had the option of uh, setting defaults, default apps, is it? Like, is your default, uh, let's say, Chrome or a the yeah. default mail app? Yeah, it's always been Chrome. My okay. mail app, uh, I could change the default to Outlook or, okay, okay. or I guess Google, Gmail. No, I don't know if I can change it to Gmail. I'm not sure. I've never tried it. Okay, okay, no, okay, Gmail okay. doesn't have an No, because it should I'm, be an app. Yeah, uh, no, I think... Uh, like on Windows, you can put, it opens a web link. If you click mail to anywhere, it opens on the browser. I think so. Uh, so well, um, when, I'm, when I'm within Chrome, if I click a mail to link, it opens in Gmail, I think. Something like that. I'll have to okay, check. I'm not okay, sure. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I, to answer your specific question, you can change the default uh, app on the computer to something else. Okay, okay, cool. And I think now Safari gives the option to translate a page uh, if it's in another language. Yeah. Thanks to that translate <laughs> app. Translate apparently app. has come about. <laughs> right. I mean, so, I think there were extensions that would allow you to do it. But yeah, I see your point. Yeah, natively. I mean, come on. Natively, yeah. And okay, now extensions are back again. 
Well, extensions didn't really go away. Yeah, they but just, they're just more compatible or more uh, developer friendly, something like that, isn't it? Something. So yeah. basically, the what extension I, API. Yeah. So what I understand from the extensions, the way they described it is that they've made it easier for you to take the extension that you've built for, let's say, Chrome or Firefox, mm-hmm. and convert it into a Safari extension. So what's okay. been the biggest problem with Safari is a discovery of extensions. Okay, okay, okay. It's been really poor. Though right. most of the important ones are there. So if you want an ad blocker, it's there. You want translate, it's there. Some of them are right. paid, obviously, but those have okay. already. They, those are there. Uh, okay, okay, the okay. basic stuff. I think. Okay. I'm just trying to see some of the more uh, basic, like Pocket is there. If you if you use that, Grammarly has one. One Password has one. Honey has okay. it. So things like okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. But it. I have zero extensions on my on my MacBook. Also because I very rarely use Safari. I only okay. ever use it to watch, like to use to watch the keynote. Now that's even on YouTube. So now my need for Safari has gone down mm. because they they update it so slowly. There's right. very rarely they come up with they come up with features once a year. For in the browser wars, that's very very late. True, true, true. So, but in fact, uh, after all these uh, improvements or enhancements, they do have hopes that people will switch from Chrome because if you see the update list uh, of the Mac OS X, and if you go all features under Safari, there's one thing which says import password and settings from Chrome. Well, import from Chrome oh. has always been there, though. But then they have included in the uh, under Safari features, the, yeah. uh, list of all features. I see your point. So maybe then say like, okay, now we have all of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, this will be useful for me because I have uh, many of my passwords are in in, in Chrome. Okay. I okay. wish I wish Apple Apple comes out with a Safari Safari for Windows. There is, isn't there? I mean, I I remember uh, I had tried it on Windows. Oh, long. I, I never used to use it. It's discontinued. Oh, okay. Yeah, it used to be there, but it's just in my Mac days, of course. Uh, though I never used it uh, extensively, just tried to use it a few times, mm-hmm. but it was there. Yeah, it's it's completely gone now. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I think the biggest I, the biggest. Okay, go ahead. I, and I think they made some uh, privacy uh, improvements as well. I was just right? gonna say, yeah, right. the privacy yeah. stuff. I yeah. guess is nice because Chrome gives you a rough understanding and visually i think chrome doesn't do it very well like compared to what they showed at the keynote for safari right. visually it's much better but right. there's no like there's no real i mean i i myself don't like looking at it because i don't really understand everything or, or rather it's not clear what looking at what. what what you mean if you look if you if you go into any website on chrome and you click the little lock icon right or the insecure button or whatever it is on the address okay, bar okay okay, okay you okay. click that that's kind of what they're trying to show but i think here they're giving much more information to you rather than what chrome gives uh i think safari at first go yes it looks like they're giving more information and better but i think if you go in chrome in different settings you can see a lot of stuff like if you go in site settings you have cookies and site data or you have permissions and data across all sites uh password monitoring and or safety check no absolutely it's there so, it's there yeah. but it's not as as visually easy to see visually yeah uh, yes visually yes i i do get it that safari has done it very well yeah he said something positive i'm surprised yeah i've shared well, uh, mm. i feel saying the design aspect has been nice yeah that's always true. and that's in fact to now as well the feature there's nothing like great it's just the design again yeah. it's just the same part i'm saying <laughs> true 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 knuckle has shared safari ha- have the option to block third party cookies 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Chrome added it like they don't want you to do that. Right, right, right. So for them because that's a big selling point, they use it in Google Analytics, which is a major product for them. Uh Google Ads, which is like their main money maker. Right, uh, right. Or had been their main money maker for the longest time. So and uh, can you see which websites uh, have access to let's say a camera mic location in safari that's something for knuckle to check okay because i just saw in chrome the other day and i could see the options for each one javascript permissions and stuff yeah. yeah it's there on chrome for sure right i don't know if it's there on safari which, or not so if you go to have... go to yeah. any website on safari and click the mm. little shield icon or whatever on the address bar on the left yes and take a screenshot of that and send it to us what is okay. the stuff what so is the stuff that a... you see basically because it doesn't work for every website maybe i'll open website gigs or apple for apple there are no trackers at all oh I... yeah right okay so so yeah this does look nice the screenshot that you've sent the way it gives a summary of things yeah I think visually they've got that on point which is good but I I I feel like a browser like Firefox does a phenomenal job of it so if you're really privacy focused Firefox is the way to go I don't think there's okay. almost almost nobody else maybe Opera to some extent or Brave but I I don't believe Brave I think Brave has got some very questionable practices so to say uh okay okay let me try to send a screenshot of this over so when Actually, i was shut up that okay yeah uh, so when i tried using firefox it didn't import my passwords uh, as easily as edge did so recently okay. i've been using edge i think uh, we spoke in the previous episode sometimes uh, right. so been about 2 weeks 2 3 weeks i've been using using edge and i quite like that yeah yeah especially because it Im- imported all my stuff very easily right it was I as have, if I was using chrome but a little different and a little lighter actually right using to switch so you're finding edge faster than chrome right uh faster as in yeah but if i'm using too many apps like let's say photoshop and lightroom then yes it my laptop doesn't become as slow as it used to when i was using chrome okay interesting i mean i've tried edge a little bit not okay. not much uh but yeah i i think it's it's been it's been pretty good i i'm i'm very impressed that microsoft's actually made a browser that doesn't absolutely absolutely suck which is nice i guess <laughs> if right. you see if you see firefox uh, security information on the website uh-huh. so i've sent you i've sent you uh, a screenshot on slack you'll see that the design of this is absolutely beautiful yes it is and i think yes. i think it's even it's like the best of both worlds it gives you great design with all the information that chrome gives you because even if you look at apple's the screenshot that knuckle has sent right it's not that much there's not yes, that much information i know i know i know i don't know if you click info yeah. what happens but like the, the, the little eye icon right. but it doesn't seem to be that much so and even the icon if you look at the icon itself it right. seems like a copy of firefox right the little yes. shield icon that you click on it's like right, a copy right, of firefox right. yes so yeah, pretty much i would say if you want to look at a browser look at something like firefox for security firefox. privacy uh if you want performance i think i can't believe i'm saying this look at microsoft edge if you want <laughs> if you want something that's well integrated into if you are using google services then nothing beats chrome i guess to that extent uh in that uh, regard 
then I'm I'm when I'm using Edge even on my phone, I'm not missing out on anything that was in Chrome. Right. Right. No, but what's your so I am a major power user of Chrome from various okay. aspects. For example, okay. I have multiple profiles saved on Chrome, which are okay. linked to the Google profile. So okay. I have. Uh, okay. Okay. You know, okay. so each. So for example, we we are using this computer for various things. So I have one for our family business. I have one for our food blog. I have one for myself, my private stuff. I have one for Absolute Geeks. One for my my own business, and one right. for right. my wife. Right. You know, so each one of us has their has their own profile. And when okay. You, okay. When okay. you log into that profile, it opens. Like it's a right. browser just for that particular reason. And true, it's true. very, very good for productivity and to move between your private and personal, uh, private and work professional world. Uh, especially when you have like a lot of things going on, like, like I do. Uh, right. That reason I really like it. However, okay. I know that you can do something similar with Microsoft accounts. Yes. Like even on Google, you can create a, a at hotmail or at outlook account, which is a Google, a Google. Uh, yeah. Uh, I get account? it. You're using Gmail, but you're actually using the uh, Hotmail account. Exactly. Like Microsoft account rather. Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Microsoft yeah. Account. So then that right. becomes like your, you have like a separate profile on Microsoft for right. whatever email address it is. And then that saves your passwords and blah, blah, blah. So right. Right. it's always an option. Uh, nothing, nothing preventing you from doing that, I think. And it's stored with Microsoft. So from the, out of the frying pan into the fire, I don't know. That, <laughs> I mean, Firefox does the same thing right. as well, if you look at it. So Firefox also has the syncing methods and signing in. Okay. I have not used it for uh, profile switching, so I don't know if they have that. Uh, but definitely Chrome, for me, that's like the main reason why I would use okay. it. Okay. I don't use different profiles. I don't know. I right. just use one, so I've never noticed that as much. Right. Okay. I think that's one that if I... Now it's very hard for me to move from Chrome for that reason. Alright. Okay. Primarily. And like, like, like I said in the previous podcast, for me, my primary device is my laptop. So on my phone, yeah, I use Safari. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I want, okay. for example, I want to get my password or whatever, which I don't have access to on my phone, I'll go into Chrome, Chrome, and, switch okay. to that profile, right, and then right. go okay, to the password. Okay, okay, and that's okay. all I use no. Chrome for on my phone. Okay. So very rarely do I need it. Uh, but Safari gives me enough on my phone, and it's really fast on the phone, so I can't. I mean, Chrome feels very sluggish to some extent, mm -hmm. um, or rather sluggish to some extent, but yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Right. So I think that wraps up everything mm -hmm. for Big Sur, which was uh, supposed to be half the episode, but it's extended to this. <laughs> and the yeah. next episode is going to be part five, which is episode 12 of the Absolute Cast. And it's going to be my episode where I talk about everything to do with <laughs> Apple Silicon uh, or the system on a chip that they have, SOCs that they have come up with uh, right. starting from sometime this year. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't know what you guys are going to think about it, but I know <laughs> Knuckle has the, for said... The, for, the next, for the next podcast, podcast uh, before the podcast goes live, you'll have two listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a feeling that I have a feeling that you guys. So Nakul had hinted that he is not that concerned about this move, but I'm gonna hmm. try to make him scared. I guess. Let me put it that way. Hey. Oh, because I've I've watched few videos and I think it's a pretty like I'm optimistic. Optimistic, about, yes. I'm I'm quite yeah, optimistic about the future and what they what they are able to do with the iPad chip and like I don't know what they can do with like when 
it when they come out with a new proper, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so, yeah. so if you want to listen to all of that and more, you can obviously come into episode 12, which is part 5 of our WWDC 2020 breakdown, cover, uh, deep dive, whatever you want to call it. We haven't come up yeah. with a name. So if you have come up with a name for us, please let us know and we'll use that. <laughs> you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Absolute Geeks uh, or any other channel that you find comfortable. We're all, we're all available on everything. We, we are quite happy that way. So great. I guess let's sign off. Knuckle, any last words? Uh, so see you in the next one. That's it. Oh, that's right. So uh, I guess I, I do like the design overall. Right. Uh, the Mac and let's see what what people have to say what our listeners have to say about it and Mm -hmm. see you in the next one okay see you guys in the next episode peace peace